Hey there, Tim Hunter, the Morning Mouth at KRKO, and we have put together the Tim Hunter Oddcast, a collection of some of the fun you may have missed this past week on KRKO. Hope you can join me Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m., right here on KRKO. Hey, good morning, brand spanking new week here at KRKO. Uh, Tim Hunter playing Everett's Greatest Hits for you. Lots of them to come, songs you know that you can sing along with on the way to work. Belgium student Laurent Simons is studying electrical engineering at the Eindhoven University of Technology. He's almost out. He's getting ready to graduate from college at the age of nine. Talk about overachieving. And now, here's today's edition of I'm Witless News with Tim Hunter. Well, good morning. Got a lot to get to today. And did you feel anything shaking? They say that nine earthquakes have hit the Puget Sound area over the past week. My wife swears the other day that she felt one. Now, fortunately, fortunately, with all the caffeine we consume, it all balances out. We never felt a thing. In a new list of the gloomiest places in America, where we live has been rated number one. The gloomiest place to live in America. Obviously, they interviewed a lot of Mariner fans. And now we're hearing Amazon's Jeff Bezos is interested in buying the Seattle Seahawks. As a prime member, I'm okay with that because I would order a championship and expect it to be here in two days. And finally, the Houston Astros are being investigated for using technology to steal opponents' signs. They say the investigation will last about two weeks. The Astros accidentally slipped and said, oh, we already know how it turns out. Join us again next time, unless you can help it for another edition of I'm Witless News. And you were there. I saw you. Hey, good morning. Thanks so much for tuning in. KRKO, Everett's Greatest Hits. All those great songs you know the words to, you could sing along with on the way to work or wherever you're going. Tim Hunter, pointing out one week from Thursday is Thanksgiving. And I know a lot of people are, are doing some traveling. So while I've got you, while I've caught you, uh, I'm going to do a little recap of where we were a hundred years ago when it comes to Thanksgiving and where we are now. So in 1919, pretty much women prepared the Thanksgiving meal. Today, the duties are a little more split. 84% of men help with the meal in some way. 42% actually cook the turkey. It's hard to exactly say when Friendsgiving became a thing. Uh, some say it started in 2008 when the economy took a nosedive and millennials uh, couldn't afford plane tickets back to their hometowns. Uh, others are saying that the TV show Friends created Friendsgiving. Hey! Hi, happy Thanksgiving! Oh yeah, happy Needless Turkey Murder Day! And get ready to taste my very special cranberries. Or should I say, chanberries? <laughs> The term is actually in the Urban Dictionary starting in 2009, so it's been around for at least a decade. 88% of Americans will consume turkey on Thanksgiving Day. But you go way back to the original holiday in 1621, uh, it pretty much centered around either deer or some kind of foul geese. Writer Sarah Josepha Hale, the author of Mary Had a Little Lamb, gets credit for turkeys taking over Thanksgiving Day. She heavily campaigned for that and for Thanksgiving to become a national holiday. Now let's go back 100 years ago 
The Thanksgiving menu included turkey, a cranberry dish, mashed potatoes, creamed cauliflower, which is a trendy replacement for mashed potatoes, and pumpkin pie. So really, not a lot has changed. Just so you know, 14,000 Americans will be running in one of the over 1,000 turkey trots taking place on Thanksgiving Day. And while we're fixated that day on football, 100 years ago in 1919, boxing was actually the most popular sport. In fact, the 20s and 30s are considered the golden age of boxing. The very first official Thanksgiving NFL game took place between Detroit and the Chicago Bears in 1934. But then in 1966, the Lions and Cowboys started the annual Thanksgiving Day tradition. And then in 2006, we turned it into a triple football game day. Over 30 million people tuning in to watch some football before and after the feast. So it's almost here, folks. Thanksgiving Day on the way, one week from Thursday. A little bit of background about that wonderful holiday that has nothing to do with I love it. I always felt like the song title should be said like this. But I'm a party of one. Good morning. It's KRKO. Everett's greatest hits a Monday morning. Yeah, but we're going to make the most of it. Lots of great songs you can uh, sing along with. And we really do appreciate you taking us along wherever you might go. I uh, heard from a bunch of people over the weekend saying, hey, we're listening. Wanted to say a uh, special good morning this morning to Harbor Freight on Evergreen Way. They've got us on. And uh, Kate's Diner as well here in Everett. Thank you guys very much. But we've been telling you, you can go anywhere. And I'm talking in the world and listen to KRKO. When I was over in uh, Scotland and Ireland, um, just making sure my buddy Brian didn't screw up my show, I was listening over there at krko.com. And I got this note over the weekend from Vanessa Montgomery. It says, it's funny how broadband works. I'm sitting in a truck oil field way, way north of you in northern British Columbia, Alberta, Canada. Great station. And a couple of uh, Canadian flag emojis. Thank you, Vanessa, for listening and for demonstrating. You can listen to KRKO Everett's Greatest Hits almost anywhere. Almost. They discourage it in libraries because it bothers people. So outside of that, you can listen anywhere. That song has been getting a lot of play in recent times. Uh, It was played at the Sounders' big win a week ago Sunday and, of course, at the Victory Celebration on Tuesday. Uh, You know, it's all the great songs right here. It's KRKO, Tim Hunter, playing Everett's Greatest Hits. Brand new week. Got a Monday, but it is a special Monday. There are holidays associated with this day. It's Apple Cider Day, National Princess Day. William Tell Day. It's said to be the day that he put the apple on his son's head and got lucky and hit it. Uh, it is National Vichyssoise Day and Married to a Scorpio Support Day. If you are married to a Scorpio, we wish you luck. It is also National Teddy Bear Day because it's said that it was on this date in 1902, Morris McDum invented the teddy bear, saying he was inspired by Teddy Roosevelt. You know, with William McKinley before Roosevelt as president and William Taft after him, we were just one president away from calling them willy bears. I got to tell you, talking about teddy bears does bring up a bit of a sore point. I had a teddy bear 
And I've got pictures of me and the bear, and I'm going to put them on their KRKO Facebook page. But I love that bear. I was probably, I don't know, three, four years old. Took it everywhere I went. But, you know, when you cuddle a bear, and back then they just didn't make them like they do now, it started getting flatter and flatter. And one day it just disappeared. I think my parents got tired of how flat it was, thought if they made it go away that I would notice. But what they told me was they said it went to the corner store for cigarettes and never came back. And I I just never bought that, never did. Teddy would never do that to me. But I'm over it now, mostly. Kind of. Sort of. <sighs> I better move on. With his own unique view of the world, Tim Hunter. Tim Hunter. Mornings on KRKO.